You're listening to Simperts Radio, and today is a very special bonus episode on creating healthy meals on the fly. Plus, I share my five go-to recipes for summer. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, this is a place to get healthy, live happy, and find joy. And today is another bonus episode of Friday Five. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down my secret for creating meals on the fly, Plus, I'm going to be sharing my five favorite summer recipes. So you're going to want to stay tuned and head to the show notes where you can get all of those recipes right there. The show notes can be found at simplerotswellness.com backslash 091. Now here's the deal. I wanted to do this quick bonus episode because summer is busier than ever. And I'm realizing in my own life, if I don't have a plan... (laughs) and I don't have food at home, things do not go well. So we're already a couple weeks into summer and I've really had to reboot my whole summer philosophy on eating for myself and for my kids. And that's why I also started this healthy summer challenge where every week on my email list, I'm giving you and myself a challenge to just live a healthier life because I feel like, I don't know about you, but I have all these great plans for summer about how I'm going to get healthier and how I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and slow down and all these things. And it tends to just be a time where things are amplified, where we have to speed up, where my kids are all home and they all go to different places and it kind of can get a little crazy. So instead of letting my expectations just die, I decided to take it upon myself to figure out ways to include these healthy habits and rhythms into my life daily. And that's where the idea of the challenge came from, of just focusing on one little thing here and there, hoping that they just become natural rhythms and routines in your life and in my life, and that we can together in the midst of busyness, in the midst of whatever season you're in, really just live a healthier life. So if you wanna join me in those challenges, again, make sure you head to the show notes, simperotswellness.com backslash 091 to sign up for my emails because that's where all the challenges are coming from. And again, all the recipes for today's show as well as a discount on the Batch Cooking Basics Guide, which I use so much. That's the Batch Cooking Basics. If you don't know what it is, it's a system of creating and batch cooking meals that takes no time at all. It's not really even creating full recipes. It's just batching ingredients so that throughout the week you can kind of mix and match them. Anyways, I co-created that with Heidi over at the Nourish Planner where we do the daily planner and other things. And this is kind of a rant, but we created a batch cooking guide. It is my system for how I plan and prep meals, and it really has changed everything for me. So again, I'm giving that at 50% off. That means it's only $5. So you're going to want to head over there, grab that with that discount code. Okay, now let's get right to the show because you're probably wondering, what is my secret for creating healthy meals on the fly? So there's four things in the secret. One is planning. Two is relying on your normal. Three is keeping it simple. And four is having a go-to meal list. I'm gonna break all these down and explain them a little bit more. But first one, obviously, is planning. Really, to me, planning is the essential component in creating healthy meals on the fly. The only reason I say this is because decision fatigue is a real thing. And if you haven't decided what you're gonna eat for supper by the end of the day, it's gonna become a more painful and stressful process, I can assure you, especially when you're hungry, you have hungry kids all around you, and you're exhausted from the day. So having a plan takes away one more decision that you have to make in the day, plus 
And it takes the stress out of knowing if you even have all the ingredients to make that. So step one is a plan. Now, I'm not the most organized of humans, even though, yes, I created a day planner. But inside the nurse planner, there is meal planning space. And that's one of the reasons I love it is that I don't create set in stone meal plans, but I do generally write ideas down of what we could eat throughout the week. So I designate a day to it. It doesn't mean we're going to stick to it, but I write meals down that use up my perishable items first. So, you know, Monday, Tuesday are maybe the items that would spoil quicker than others. And towards the end of the week, it's like leftovers, pancakes, breakfast, whatever, whatever we're going to have for dinner that night. And so if I don't use a meal earlier in the week, I can just kind of push them off to later in the week. But planning opens up space for me to make less decisions, to have all the ingredients I need and go into evenings without the stress of, oh my goodness, what are we going to have for supper? And like I said, I've lived that life a couple weeks this summer already, and it's really stressful. So last week, I took it into my own hands to set a meal plan that actually was realistic. So when we get home at five o'clock at the end of the day, I can have dinner on the table by 5.30 or 5.45 before my kids are shot and over it all by 6.30. So that's my goal, but they have to be quick and easy things. And that starts with having a plan. Number two is relying on your normal. Now, I know that there's millions of new recipes that are constantly coming out. Pinterest is full of them. You might have tons of recipes you want to try, but I can assure you that during the busy work week, this is not the time to try new things. So stick with your normal. And I know you might think, well, my normal's not healthy. Well, maybe healthify that a little bit or change it up. You know, if you're having tacos, maybe have a taco salad or, you know, you can switch things up having the same meal, but making a little bit healthier, having more vegetables, double the vegetables and less of the other stuff, even if your family's eating that. So kind of healthifying those, but really trying to stick to your normal because again, that's what you know. And then on your less busy days, maybe the weekend or one night during the week, you have more time to experiment, then add in a new recipe. But definitely on your busy nights, don't try to cook something new on top of an already full schedule. So one is planning, two is relying your normal, three is keep it simple. There are crazy, hard, and complicated recipes online, and there are also super, super easy recipes. Here's the thing, healthy eating does not have to be complicated. In fact, I go for easier, the better. The less ingredients, the better. Of course, always adding big flavor to that, but keeping it simple is really my motto because I don't, one, have a lot of time, especially when we're rolling in at five or 5.10, my kids are already hungry, and two, I don't love doing dishes, and so I just prefer to do like more of the one pot or the less the less dishes, the better off we're gonna be. So just know that it doesn't have to be complicated to be healthy, it can really be simple. And I hope that I show you that with my five go-to recipes that I'm living off of for summer. But the last thing is, is creating a go-to meal list. So this is just a list, basically, of foods and recipes that you've tried that are in line with your health goals, that your family loves, and that you can pull from whenever you need an idea. Because sometimes the hardest thing is just coming up with ideas. Over at the Nourish Planner, we create a healthy meal plan every single week for you. I do it here. But really, over time, we're just cycling through the same meal plans kind of over and over. And once you have established recipes you like, I think it's fair to pull on those often, maybe changing up some of the vegetables or whatever it is, 
But don't be ashamed of eating the same foods because we get into routines. We're creatures of habit. That's our automatic brain power working for you. Use them, especially if they're healthy meals. So having a go-to meal list idea is just a list of recipes of food items that you know you love, combinations your family likes, and that you can pull from. So if you need a quick meal plan, you can just look on your go-to meal list and say, tacos, pancakes, whatever it is. You can just start pulling from those knowing that you know how to do it. It's easy for you, it's simple, and your family loves it. So you can always go to them. This is especially nice when you're feeling stuck, um, when you've lost creative juices, when you're having a really busy work day, when your spouse wants to cook dinner, doesn't know what to cook, you can say, just go to your go-to, my go-to meal list idea, and that's where you can find all the answers. So I'm gonna show you a picture over in the show notes of my go-to meal ideas. And again, these are just, you know, 10 to 20 recipes that you know you love, are simple for you, and that you can easily do without having then that you are very confident in. And so you just write it down. You can continuously add as you try new recipes and experiment with other things. And you can just keep this running list of foods that you enjoy and recipes that your family likes and just keep it running. I tape mine to the inside of one of our cupboards so that if I'm running late or my husband starts dinner, I can say, you know, open this. Here's the recipe idea. You can even write on there where you found the recipe, like the source of it, so you can easily go back and you don't have to hunt it down and find out what the recipe is. So those are my four tips. Again, that's planning, relying on your normal, keeping it simple, and creating that go-to meal list idea. Over in the show notes, like I said, I'm gonna show you my go-to meal list and give you free printable to create your very own. So I hope those were some helpful tips. Really, it doesn't have to be simple. It might not always be easy, but it's definitely worth every ounce of effort you put into that. The more you get into the hang of just like the repetitive, healthy, wholesome meals, the the easier it will be. So this kind of helps start you on that new rhythm. Okay, so to give you five ideas that you could put on your go-to meal list idea or just experiment with summer. Some of these aren't specific recipes. I will give you more specifics uh, in the show notes, but my five go-to recipes for summer, and I believe in changing these seasonally. So right now in the summer is one fresh pesto sauce. I, you've probably seen it on a lot of recipes of mine, but I create this homemade pesto sauce and it sounds more difficult than it is, but literally it's just putting spinach and kale and a lot of fresh herbs like basil and olive oil and balsamic in a blender. I use my Vitamix, just throw it all in there and you just puree it until it's smooth like a sauce. And that's my fresh basil or my fresh pesto sauce. It is so good and you can... Put it on nearly anything and it'll taste good from meats to spiralized sweet potatoes to roasted vegetables. Um, I put it on avocado toast. I mean, really, it's so delicious. My family loves it and I love it. And again, you can blend it all up in a matter of minutes and then store it in the refrigerator to be pulled out and put on things all week long. So that's my fresh pesto sauce. Again, in the show notes, you can find that. But I like to have a sauce because it adds the flavor. Obviously, it's not creating a full meal, but it's adding to a lot of meals that you might already have. So fresh pasta sauce, the second one is lettuce wraps. So basically using lettuce as bread or tortilla shell and wrapping anything in it. There's just so much freshness to that. It's a great way for me to get extra veggies when maybe I wouldn't naturally run to lettuce in the first place, but it adds that oomph and nutrition um, and takes away a component of my diet that maybe causes more inflammation for me. It doesn't make me feel as well and still has 
gives me a space to have all the flavors and all the textures that I'm looking for, like tacos or a sandwich or a wrap or whatever that is. So lettuce wraps, you could do like an Asian chicken, um, which I'm gonna be linking in the show notes. That's one of my favorite recipes, like Asian chicken lettuce wraps. I've seen shrimp tacos, steak tacos, any kind of shredded meat. I've been doing chicken salad, lettuce wraps, and we've even been doing lunch meat. So like the Unwitch, I think like Jimmy John has, like Unwitch, is that right? Where you just basically wrap up, you know, lunch meats and other veggies in that and you eat it like that. So I'm totally into lettuce wraps this summer. Again, you can see that once you get the hang of this, there are really endless options to keep mixing and matching inside the lettuce wraps so that you really never get bored. Another one that I really like in the lettuce wraps is um, the Korean beef burrito. So it's like spiralized sweet potatoes and Korean shredded beef. You can put cabbage and other things in it and just wrap it up in a lettuce wrap. It is so good. So that's number two is lettuce wraps. Number three is roasted vegetables. I feel like vegetables are one of those things that maybe aren't the first thing that you would think of of running to. Yes, you can crave them and you can get yourself to that point, but I'm telling you, there's something about roasting vegetables in the oven that are so delicious and it still adds that warmth. Now, we're in the middle of summer, and so you might not need as many warm foods to satisfy you, but there is still a warm element that we need to have, especially in our our larger meals for the day that provide a lot more satisfaction. And so I like to use roasted vegetables, like if I'm having a salad or I'm having a lettuce wrap, I can add a warm element to that to just increase the satisfaction of that meal. Um, Yes, warm foods are generally labeled as our comfort foods and they do provide comfort for your body. So it is okay to do that. So I'm roasting vegetables. It can be anything and everything. This week I roasted stir-fried vegetables, which yes, you probably should be stir-frying those, but I just didn't have time to stir-fry them. So I drizzled them in olive oil, cracked a little salt and pepper on top and just lay them on a baking sheet and roasted them in the oven and stored them. And I'm just pulling them out all week long to put on salads and have with eggs in the morning. And it's so good. I also love roasted sweet potatoes. You know, I'm a big fan of sweet potatoes. Um, So really any kind of roasted vegetable. Again, this isn't necessarily a full meal recipe, but you can add a simple meat to that, or you can add eggs to that, or you can put it over rice and have a quick stir fry. Um, So there's lots of things that you can do with these simple ingredients that take a lot of stress off and provide a lot of health. Because I'm telling you that I wouldn't normally roast vegetables midweek because I just don't have the time to chop it all up and to do it all. But if I roast them on the weekend and store them all week, then we can pull them out for meals all week long and and it's so easy. So that's number three is roasted vegetables. Number four is snack plates. Um, Maybe there's a better name for this considering I'm not a huge fan of snacking. But what I consider a snack plate is to be no real recipe. Like it, it doesn't have to make sense to come together. And so on snack plates, we do this a lot at lunch where I'll just throw different things and this sounds really carefree and it kind of is, but there's a lot of freedom here. But just throwing different things like apple slices and peanuts and cheese and salami and crackers or whatever it is, you just kind of like make a cheese platter or um, a snack plate is what we call them, where it's just a platter of different things and everyone can kind of pick off their, their quote unquote snack foods that come together and you eat enough of them for a full meal. So we've done this with like chopped vegetables and ranch dressing and hummus and um, ham. My kids like to roll up ham and have that. So there's a lot of different things. And I've been doing this for myself where I'll have like roasted veggies and hummus and maybe some salami or guacamole and just having a lot of different random things that you can 
fill your plate with. So snack plates are so easy, especially for lunchtime. Think picnic where you just throw things in there and everyone just kind of pulls off what they want and what they they want to eat. We love snack plates around here and we often do them for lunch in the summer. And number five, my last thing is, is food bowls. So we could call these quote unquote salad bowls because the base, again, I'm going for mostly veggies here, but you can layer anything and everything on top. So it could be um, more like a salad where it has a lot more leafy vegetables, or it could be, you know, a base of roasted vegetables with some quinoa and some shredded chicken and maybe some pesto sauce. So basically bold meals. I think a lot during the week of what foods could I layer together to create a meal? So I'm not always going for a specific recipe, but I'm looking at, okay, we have this on hand, right? We have shredded beef. What kind of food bowl could I create to make, to use the shredded beef? Um, and I think that there's a lot of value again in layering and think of it like outfits, right? Like people who are really fashionable generally have a good sense of layering. Same thing goes with food is once we can grasp this concept of layering foods together, we can start to see a lot of depth and a lot of flavor come out of that. And you can create endless amounts of meals because then once you get into this idea of salad bowls, you know, you could use different kinds of lettuce or roasted vegetables. You could do different grains on top, different kinds of meats or protein sources on top. You could do nuts and seeds cold vegetables. You could do different kinds of salad dressings. I mean, like really there are a lot of different possibilities where you just switch things in and out. So I know those aren't all specific recipes, but those are my go-to meal ideas. So generally all week long, I, well, I love pesto sauce, so I've been having it a lot, but we have some kind of lettuce wrap. We have some kind of salad bowl. We always have different types of roasted vegetables and often we're just eating snack plates for lunch. Yes. Do I eat other things? Of course. But those are the meals that I rely on when I don't have time to think about anything else. And those are just the kind of things that I can fall back on when we have crazy weeks um, or just normally throughout the day. So those are my five two recipes. Yours do not have to look like that. My go-to list is much longer and it does contain more specific recipes. Again, you can see that in the show notes and I'll maybe even post it over on Instagram so you can see that. But as you can see, right, just having ideas Having things that seem normal to you, that seem simple to you, can help you to make this go a long ways. I think we get stuck with this idea that health is complicated and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And there is there is time and a place where maybe it takes some more work initially as you're getting your feet wet and you're jumping into this. Any kind of change, whether right or wrong, is going to take an initial work. It's called activation energy. We're actually going to talk about that in the upcoming weeks, but it takes activation energy. Like there's an initial energy involved in any kind of change that you make. So yes, it might seem like work up front, but the more you get into this, the more habitual and rhythmic it will become and it'll just become part of your norm. So I want to know, what are you cooking? So I want you to take some time to write down those simple, easy, go-to delicious meals or ideas that you love. Maybe it's stuffed sweet potatoes. Maybe you love omelets. I mean, there are so many different things that you could have and just write those out and write some possibilities for switching it up, like different flavor combinations and other things. So again, that's your homework. That's what I hope you took out of this. Really, at the end of the day, I don't want you to be strapped in the kitchen, but yet at the same time, I want you to have a very healthy summer. And the only way to do that is to make it realistic and to make it fit your life. Yes, there's activation energy. There's a point in which it's gonna take work to change that, but I really want this to become rhythmic so that you don't have to continuously fight eating healthy, that it just becomes something that you do. 
Because at the end of the day, our goal should not to be to live for health, but to live in health. Because our purpose here on earth is not to live striving for better health all the time, but it's really to do bigger and better things in health. So that's what I want us to get to is a place to live with health, not for health. And speaking of that, all summer long, we have that mindset series starting next week. I am so excited for this. Yes, it might not be specifically what you should eat and how you should exercise, but at the end of the day, our mindset matters most. It holds the power and it can change everything. So all summer long, like I said, we're diving into mindset. It all starts next week on Tuesday with a very special new episode. So you're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. And again, thank you so much for being here, for following along on another Friday Five. I will tell you though, this summer, we're switching up Friday Five to your most embarrassing health questions. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I even have a special guest. She's a little leery, but I know you're going to love her. But again, the Mindset Series starts next Tuesday. And in the meantime, don't forget to head on over to the show notes, simplerettswellness.com backslash 091 to get all the recipes from today's show, as well as that coupon for 50% off the batch cooking guide. And sign up for my email list where we're starting that very special summer challenge, helping you to become healthier human without wrecking your life. So head on over there to do that. Don't forget to leave a rating and review at simpertswellness.com backslash review. means the world to me. And if you wouldn't mind, share this with a few friends. Have them join this community of like-minded people who are here to live a healthier life without ruining their life. It's Friday. Happy weekend. I'll see you back here on Tuesday. 